Hello and welcome to this special bonus episode of The Dairy Edge. Chagas are running a weekly Let's Talk Dairy webinar series, which is also being made available as a podcast. On this week's webinar, Stuart Childs estimates the target live weight of heifers for this time of year and provides tips on how to keep heifers on target ahead of housing. Okay, good morning everyone and welcome to this week's Let's Talk Dairy. So today I'm going to just do a little bit about replacement management. So it's an important element of dairy systems obviously that we have replacements that are at the right stage of development in order to be um, brought into the parlour at the right age and obviously the longevity of those uh, within the herd is driven by that as well. So I'm just going to share a presentation here now. Um, One second. Okay, so keeping heifers on target this autumn. Um, so, look, it's an important piece. I don't have it here, uh, but there's a paper there that Lawrence would have done a, a couple of years ago now at this stage. Sorry, I need to go full screen here. Apologies. Um, <clears throat> that Lawrence would have done a couple of years ago. And there's other data from around the world as well that shows that um, having a, the age of animals doesn't necessarily uh, impact in terms of their longevity. It's more so their weight uh, that really dictates it. And Emer has done a lot of work as well in this area, and the, this is based on a presentation that Emer has done with us before. So the key thing, I suppose, is that we grow heifer calves in particular, I suppose. Uh, I think if we get year one right, generally year two will fall into place for, for the most part. Um, but when we get the year one heifers at the right weight throughout their lifetime basically or throughout the hit the key point hit the key targets as we're moving along we tend to uh, end up with better heifers coming in into the parlor uh, that survive longer and actually milk better as well so emer has work that shows that basically if heifers are too light or indeed even if heifers are too heavy uh, when they calve down for the first time that that can impact on their milk performance now the the um Underweight one makes perfect sense because obviously when we bring heifers in they, for their first year, they're still trying to grow as well as produce milk and go back in calf as well. So they're under a bit of pressure from that point of view in terms of trying to achieve those targets. So milk probably is going to be the obvious one that's going to be affected by that. And then subsequently then uh, also, the, I suppose, heifers that are overcooked, uh, they tend to lay, lay down fatty tissue into the other, which compromises their milk production as well. So these are, uh, this is a picture of the heifer calves from Moor Park, and that's uh, the outside ground called Flagstaff that we keep them on the old uh, Cork Dublin Road. If people are familiar with it, it's actually anyone that's passing there now will see that it's been, the big section of it has been receded recently. Uh, and that's the section that those calves are, that picture is taken on. And you can see looking at that picture, um, and I suppose we wouldn't be recommending that you just look in over the gate at these now, but obviously, but looking at that group, those calves in the picture, they're in good shape, good order, and very even looking as well. So just the target weights, people will be fairly familiar with it. This is a kind of a broad stroke of a brush in a lot of cases, because, and I'll come back to it, um, maybe I think at the end there possibly as well, but just maintenance is a key um, piece of it as well now. So as our maintenance figure has come into into play more and more um, in our cow herd, the maintenance figure of the young stock is also maybe adjusting those targets slightly as well. And I've seen some of the um, the apps that people are using for recording information are also picking up the fact that um, where a maintenance sub-index is lower, maybe that the animal is more uh, or less uh, on target than compared to what they are expected to be based on their maintenance sub-index, basically. 
So just, as I said, broad, broad sweep of a brush. Uh, the key target that we're trying to achieve is this 15-month one here at three, uh, for breeding at 330 kilos approximately, slightly heavier at uh, 350 for the Holstein Frisian. And then obviously jerseys and jersey crosses don't need to be as heavy um, because their overall mature weight isn't as significant. So I suppose just to keep it in, in the mind, I suppose, that and, and it's a good thing to do from time to time is to maybe weigh, weigh some mature cows in the month of June or July approximately um, just to get what's the kind of mature weight of your herd. And you'll be surprised by that in a lot of cases. Uh, people often think that they have bigger cows than they actually have. And that's going to dictate what the target figure is for you for your six-month target, 15-month target and pre-calving. So generally, we kind of operate off the idea that we're going to be in around somewhere 550 kilos maybe or so. And that's generally the, the run of the mill cow that we probably tend to come across um, as, as we're on our travel. So so for the six-month period, I suppose we're talking about um, just there maybe through February barn calves. That's going to be July. So as we move towards um, the kind of October pre-housing period, we're going to be talking about a nine-month wait. And very roughly... It's a good kind of guideline for people to use if, especially for the, we'll say the British region or the Holstein region, if we'll assume a calf birth weight of approximately 40 kilos. And then we take uh, a kind of an, an estimated 20 kgs of growth per month. Uh, so if you have a nine month old calf, uh, nine twos is 18, so that's 180 kgs plus the birth weight 40 kgs. We'd be hoping that they'd be somewhere around the two. 240 kilo mark in the month of October going heading towards housing maybe okay um, and then obviously with the lower weight calves obviously Jersey calves won't be 40 kilos at birth weight probably closer to maybe 25 30 kilos and again um, the 20 kgs is kind of standard across all breeds there that we expect that kind of level of growth but so they don't need to be as heavy um, if they're if that's the type of herd you're dealing with so knowing your weight, look, in reality, there's no better way to, to know about what weight animals are, only to weigh them. And look, it's, uh, I suppose it's challenging maybe to get around to it maybe for people, but I, I find it myself that the, the easy or the hardest weighing of, of a calf is probably the first weighing when they have to step up onto the platform for the first time. So once they get familiar with it, then they actually don't, they're not as nervous of it the next time and they get into the routine of it. So I would say if people are bringing in calves maybe for dosing, although we were advocating that people probably try to dose less, um, but if you're bringing calves into the yard for any reason, that they, it's it's a good idea to pop them up on the scales. And Emer always talks about changing the, these groups, and that's why we have every 20, every two months up here, um, because there there is just for, for whatever reason, maybe not every uh, footballer plays at a top level every every game, basically. So from month to month, the actual individual average daily gains can vary with, with calves. And sometimes they need to move from one group to another in order to get a little bit of extra preferential treatment and to push them on a little bit more, okay? So in reality, to know the weight of animals, uh, we need to be weighing them regularly with the scales. Now, some people um, do use a weigh band from time to time to get a, a guideline, and that's fine. But in reality, the true best way of doing this is obviously going to be to weigh the stock. If they're not on target, I suppose if you move back, we're, we're beginning to move out of that uh, window now. High quality leafy grass is obviously the key driver of performance, be it uh, young stock, beef cattle or, or milking cows. And you know that from all the information and the um, talk that we have in relation to grass management throughout the summer, trying to hit that right quality grass. If we can do that with young stock as well, and it's, I suppose, very strongly recommended to be able to set up 
a kind of a paddock system for calves as well as, as opposed to a set stocking kind of situation where we have calves resident in paddocks for long periods of time where they're just basically eating kind of stalish kind of grass. If we can even divide up big paddocks into a calf paddock um, so that we can kind of create a rotation for them as well, it's going to lend itself to better performance because we're going to keep better quality grass in front of them. So the smaller group size then, I suppose, there's the Brian McCarthy that does the, the clover research in, in Clannacilty and Moorpark. His uh, dad, Billy, used to always say that there was a, a requirement for two groups of calves on every farm at least, a good group basically, and a slightly lighter group. And that's what Emer runs in, in uh, Moorpark every year. And John Paul, they have the two groups, we'll say a small group of calves that need a bit of extra TLC maybe, and the big group calves will probably could often be on no ration at all at some at stages during the summer whereas the preferential or the small group will be getting some sort of feeding because they've been pushed or attempted to be pushing them on in terms of their growth rates and that group is going to be a, a, a dynamic group i suppose and we will by weighing on a regular basis then we're able to move calves that have performed well in that group and are now up to target into the big group and they needn't get as much feed and the small group, uh, or we'll say those that lag behind maybe during the course of a period in the large group can be dropped back into the smaller group and pushed on again a little bit. Generally, we're talking about one to two kgs concentrate because obviously overall intakes of calves uh, at maybe 150 kilos uh, body weight during the course of the summer are small enough really. So just, I suppose, the key thing about now is that we're moving, as we move into this September onwards period, I suppose, we're moving Sorry, into Stuart. lower... Yes, Patrick, yeah. Can you move the slides there, please? Oh, they're not moving at all. No. Um, so just the, they're the, the targets for um, the stock at the six-month period, 15-month period, and pre-calving. And as I said, we're operating off of kind of a, the average run of the milk cow is basically your 550 to 580 kgs, maybe with the Holstein Friesian. Um, but generally, we're taking the 550, whereas this is where we're getting the 330 target for breeding coming from, okay? And so I suppose this is the last slide that I was on before I changed it, before you come in there, Patrick. So just that high quality leafy grass is going to drive uh, performance. Um, so using that smaller group then to give a little bit of preferential treatment as well and feeding a bit of concentrate in order to uh, get those stock up to, to um, performance levels. I suppose this is this is the one that I was just switching on to. So as we move into... Um, into this autumn period, obviously the energy value of grass drops. Protein level is generally still quite good. Um, so uh, obviously energy is what really drives performance. If we have good uh, protein levels there already and we can contribute to it in, by adding extra energy into it, we're going to get better performance in terms of growth from those animals, okay? And I suppose the big thing uh, in terms of the first autumn, I think it's a very important piece from my perspective in terms of heifer rearing anyway, and I think most of my colleagues would agree with me in relation to um, housing on farms generally do, don't, doesn't lend itself to dividing up maiden heifers or uh, weanling heifers during the first winter in particular. And as a result, um, it's very difficult to do preferential feeding in the house. So ideally, we shouldn't be trying to do this maybe during the course of the autumn to try to bring all animals up to close to target pre-housing because the reality is we're not going to be able to do a whole pile with them in the shed. Now, if you have good facilities and you are able to divide up stock 
and then very that's good obviously but we would still be advocating that you would be trying to bring them to the same level uh, going into the shed in order to uh, maximize the, the chances of them hitting their targets the other reason for trying to do that pri prior to housing is that unless we have good quality silage available to these young stock that their level of performance can drop so as i said we target 20 kgs uh, a month when at grass for definite so that's roughly about seven k uh, kgs a day so you're talking 20 21 kgs of gain every month when cows or when uh, young stock are housed they can actually drop to an a, um, a growth rate of a half a kilo uh, a, a day so obviously we're going to lose ground there especially if we're already behind we're going to be under extreme pressure then to make that 330 kilos uh, target for breeding at the start at the end of april early may so this uh, this slide here is just showing from research work that has been done that by introducing concentrate in the late season um, you can see there from the 21st of august through to the 3rd of november that we're getting 0.88 of a kg of growth per day as opposed to 0.68 uh, of a kg where there's no concentrate being fed and if you take that at 0.2 of a kilo of a difference um, over a period of uh, August, September, October, November, pretty much nearly 30 days. You're talking about nearly 50 kilos in, we'll say call it 40 kilos, I suppose, of a difference in terms of um, growth uh, rate over that period of time. So it's quite a significant difference, especially for stock that are behind. Um, and again, the, the reason for having the two groups then would be that you would be able to feed a little bit more maybe to groups that are a little bit more behind and maybe the more mature group or the group that are developing well could be just kept on a kilo of concentrate uh, rather than heavy feeding going in across an entire bunch okay and you can see also that there's a slight impact on, on body condition but that's not hugely important i suppose uh, it's very it's almost insignificant really at point one of a condition score there so i suppose as i said there at the start um the first of october target weights for maintenance sub index um at, as it is currently if you have a zero maintenance sub-index, which the vast majority of people don't, at the vast majority probably floating somewhere in the region of 8 to 10 euros, maybe 8 to 12 euro window, you have a mature weight of 640 kgs for the cow, uh, and as the in-calf weight then should be 75% uh, percent of that. So your uh, in-calf heifers should be in that region come the start of october and the group the heifers that i've seen of late are actually definitely going to be on that target without any uh, issue at all and then your calves as i said already coming in around the 240 kgs whereas if we move that sub the maintenance sub index slightly higher um in terms of reducing the body weight of the cow so just to clarify that where our maintenance sub index is higher our body weight of our mature cow is lower uh, and where the, the maintenance sub-index is negative, the body weight of the cow is going to be higher, okay? And you can see that, how is that impacting then in terms of the, the requirement for maintenance? So if we are if we pitch it at somewhere between 244 and 196, we have a difference there of 48, and if we divide that in two, it's going to 24 kgs. So that would be saying that we should we would need our um, calves of around 10 euro maintenance, as I said, which I think from what I see is generally in around the average, uh, we need that to be, those calves to be around the 220 kilos at the 1st of October. So I suppose the important thing to take from today then is that um, a key driver of performance, and I suppose I've mentioned it last week and we're going to be talking about it again next week at the open days, obviously, 
in relation to the new regulations that have been proposed around the nitrates, etc. What, what's that got to do with heifer rearing, you might be asking. We want every cow that's going to be in a parallel across the country to be performing at optimum because every one of those cows is going to have a nitrogen figure. And if they're not performing at their optimum, they're going to be costing you in terms of maybe in terms of financially, obviously, as well. But they're also there's a carrying cost. It's like 14 lads giving their heart and soul out in a pitch and one guy is strolling around uh, and he's he's going to be the weakness in the team. And he could be potentially the reason that the team are going to lose as opposed to having a winning formula. So it's the same scenario with the young stock. We need to get them right in order to draft them into the team when the time comes, when they calve down, and in order to deliver the mixed solids that we're expecting them to deliver. Uh, we often get people complaining in relation to the performance of their heifers, that they're not doing what they're supposed to be capable of genetically, and weight and growth rates and so forth, and their actual development phase is key to achieving those targets as well. You can have all the genetics in the world, but if you don't manage the stock in order to achieve the genetic potential, they're not going to achieve it. They can actually exceed their potential when they're managed well. So it's very important that people manage their young stock very well. Uh, as I said, the, the key is to hit the targets at, as we go along. So 30% at six months, 75% uh, there, we'll say at the nine month period, um, and 90% of, oh, sorry, 30% um, at, uh, 12 months, I'll go back, sorry, I'm getting confused. 30% at six months, 60% at Kevin down, so we're going to be in, in between, as I said, so we're around 40 to 45% of target at nine months. Um, and then that pre-calving target, look, I think that's going to be, a it can be a challenge to achieve if, you're, if your in-calf heifers are behind target. They're also going to need supplementation, and that should be done sooner rather than later because people are always concerned in relation to uh, in blowing a calf basically with extra feeding of young stock. Uh, and while there's probably not a huge amount of rationale behind it, um, it's uh, it's still a concern that people want to avoid. So for me, as I said, the key is to get the zero to ones right. And that lends itself to a very much easier management run for the one to two year old category then. So if we divide, weigh the calves, divide them up, um, feed preferential feeding for, and that could be up to two kilos for calves that are behind target, uh, and maybe a kg is worthy of being fed to the main group now at this stage of the year in order to balance the energy and protein of grass. So as I said, the energy value is, is reduced, but the protein value is still good. And the catch there is that there's a loss of energy as a result of excess protein having to be dealt with. So if we can put in the extra energy, we can also um, improve their protein use from the grass that they're being fed and which will also improve growth rate and obviously as well um, putting in that little bit of extra uh, concentrate has the potential to help us keep stock out for a little bit longer as well and the other big big advantage from my perspective in relation to feeding the, the not to one versus the one to two is obviously the impact that that can have so if you take the one to two kgs of, of um, concentrate that you're going to feed there and you put it in the context of an animal that you're hoping that is somewhere around maybe 200 kgs now at this stage, uh, they're, they're, they're going to have a requirement somewhere in the region of um, four to four, four or five kgs of dry matter intake per day. If you're putting in one to two kgs of ration there, obviously you're putting in a high proportion of their diet in a very concentrated form of energy. You feed the same amount of concentrate to an animal that's a year older. They're all, they have a much bigger intake capacity. They could be up on... Um, 500 kgs 
in some cases, uh, which means that they have a 10 kg intake approximately, and now you're only contributing about a fifth of their in energy intake through the concentrate form. The, the reason for having it uh, called concentrate is because it's concentrated basically, I suppose, in one sense. So there, you have concentrated energy, uh, you're putting in that into the younger animal, it's contributing a larger proportion to their diet for that period, so you're kind of getting better bang for your buck basically. So while we talk about the very high quality of grass throughout summer, um, obviously that energy value drops off uh, probably kind of down to 0.7 to 0.8 of UFL. So your concentrate that you're going to be feeding is going to be holding fairly constant in that 0.9 to 0.95 area as we would be generally recommending. So obviously it's putting in more energy then than just grass alone in, at the, in the later half of the year and is justified in terms of achieving the targets. So uh, we'll leave it at that. We won't be having an episode next week because of the open days. Um, and we'll be back the following week. I suppose just to summarize, uh, weigh your heifers. Um, if they're behind target, start preferential feeding to the uh, lighter stock in particular to drive them. There is justification for feeding a kg to a stock that are on target to keep them on target. Objective is to grow, grow a stock by approximately 20 to 21 kgs of uh, body weight per month in order to be on target. And I suppose be very conscious of what silage is going to be fed to young stock during the course of the uh, winter. Um, testing that silage is going to be important, I suppose. In, in fact, given the price of concentrates, there is actually an argument that if you have high quality, high protein silage, that you can get away with feeding uh, less than what you would if you have low quality, obviously, and low protein silage. Um, and there's a cost saving going to uh, be an option there. So weighing stock, while some people might see it as an inconvenience, is a key management tool and can also contribute to profitability, but through reducing um, feed usage that is unnecessary in a lot of cases. And bear in mind that overdoing heifers is uh, as bad as underdoing them as well in reality, in that it does impact on their longevity in terms of staying in the herd, and it also impacts on milk production. So, and in the meantime, take care and stay safe. That's all for this week's Let's Talk Dairy webinar series. And don't forget to look out for more bonus episodes each week. I'll be back with our usual Dairy Edge interview on Monday, so do listen in then. I'm Emma-Louise Coffey, and thanks for listening.